Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Sci-Fi Wise Guys podcast. My name is Anthony. And my name is Chris. Hey, Chris, how are you doing? I'm doing all right, buddy. Just sitting here on a, what is it, Wednesday? I don't know what today is. It is. We're recording this on a Wednesday, yes. Ah, yeah. A week and a half or two before the release date. I'm doing okay. Still working. Still in Chicago. By the time this releases, I will be, actually, when this releases, I'll be in the sky. Mm. Yes, on my way back to Texas. Just taking that vacation as long as you can, huh? Yeah, because that's <laughs> totally the vacation I wanted. Although Chicago is quite nice. I'm sure in a month or two it'll be not to my liking, but right now it's pretty nice. Not I've never city. been. I've only ever flown out or flown mm. in and then I guess out. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> all right, good. Awesome. Well, here on the Sci-Fi Wise Guys podcast, we talk about Chicago. And we also talk about straight-to-stream science fiction and science fiction-adjacent media, whether that's TV shows, movies, shorts, whatever. Uh, Typically for a TV show, we watch the pilot episode and then judge it. Is it worth watching and continuing based on the pilot episode? And Chris, what pilot did we watch for this week? We watched Why the Last Man. Why the Last Man is an American post-apocalyptic drama television series developed by Eliza Clark based on the comic book series of the same name by Brian K. Vaughn and Pia Guerra. Awesome. So this just aired on September 13th. They released three episodes right away on Hulu, or FX on Hulu, which is just part of Hulu, I guess. Yeah. There are additional episodes coming. This episode is going to release on the 27th. So on the 20th, episode four release on the 27th, when y'all are listening to this, the fifth episode will release and then on the fourth and 11th of october we'll get the sixth and seventh episodes it's kind of a hybrid release they're not doing it all at once like netflix style but they're also not doing strictly week to week like some of the disney plus shows i don't know how i like it or not we'll see when i'm watching it i guess anything to keep me subscribed <laughs> to hulu for more than <laughs> however long it takes to watch the show fair enough yeah over on imdb This is sitting at 6.4 out of 10 stars with 1,300 ratings. So not a huge sample size, but not a very small one either. Uh, It has a median score of 7. They must have been at 1,299 because less than five minutes ago, when I had IMDb open, it said 1,200 reviews. (laughs) Oh, well, it's at 1,273. So the main main screen, the main page... On IMDb, always rounds, and if you click into the ratings, it'll give you the exact amount, but it's it's usually not important. So I guess we got 23 or 24 in the time that (laughs) 24 people reviewed it. It is interesting, the ratings here. The median is 7. 22.8% of people gave it a 10. 14.4% of people gave it a 1. 16.4, 8, 13.67. So it's mostly high. I mean, sitting at 6.4 is nothing to be ashamed of. It's pretty good. Uh, Median is 7, but there's... There's a pretty vocal subsection of people that gave it a one. I am going to venture to say that I haven't looked, but those people are a mix of the group that's upset because it doesn't follow the graphic novel 100%. And I've never read the graphic novel. Have you read the graphic novel? No, I didn't know it existed. Okay, I did. I've, we, have a, we, have a, we have a mutual friend. I get to say mm. it this time <laughs> that uh, has talked about it before. Uh, he really, really liked it. In fact, I think I use his Hulu. So there's, I bet you it's that, but I bet you it's also the normal one-star reviewers, if you know what I mean. I'm looking at them, and I don't mm-hmm. see anything that's just out-and-out 
Uh, the only one that even seems kind of remotely is the title that this isn't woke. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it just says it's too it's too poorly done to carry a message, which I, I think it shouldn't, comma, or space, comma, space, as it's supposed to be entertainment, comma, even when relevant, dash, which it is not, dash, but what do I know? What I do know is that the writing is Inflix era disaster, the filming, dash, production, <laughs> So I I don't know if this person's just not able to get their point across, or I'm not able to comprehend exactly oh, what they're trying to write. Who knows? But, I, I've already given them more airtime than they deserve. Yeah. But not, but so far, just nothing just out and out, you know, typical one-star reviewer stuff. So, so far. Gotcha. Over on Rotten Tomatoes, I'm not sure what the ranking is because Rotten Tomatoes is not letting me see... The screen without disabling my ad blocker. 71% fresh, 67% Ooh. average audience score. Not Pretty bad. close. Not bad, yeah. That's about what, I mean, for a television show, This is this. these are pretty good ratings. I, th- I think, I would say generally speaking, above average, a few holdouts. And of course, we've only seen the first episode, so our opinions of whether this is good or bad could easily change if and when we watch more, which I think is a great way to segue into Chris. Why don't you share with us your opinions, your impressions from this uh, pilot episode of Why the Last Man? Well, I will. First thing I will do is I will share with you the Metacritic scores. Oh, I was skipping Metacritic. Oh, uh, 62 based on 21 critical reviews and 4.6 based on seven user ratings. Um, I will also blurb us survivors oh, of a post apocalyptic calamity that killed every mammal with a Y chromosome except for Yorick Brown and his pet monkey. Look to rebuild a better society in this FX on Hulu series based on DC Comics of the same name. I have a Um, better blurb from IMDb, (laughs) if you don't mind. Sure. Set in a post-apocalyptic world, why is the last surviving male human on the planet? Based on the comic series, why the last man? Fair enough. Yeah, there was a little bit of sarcasm in there. (laughs) So did you know the premise of this before watching it? Besides guessing from from the name of the show? I had no idea. Well, I, I saw the, I watched the trailer and I kind of just got the idea based on the iconography and the, the, the images that they provided us and the, and the name of the, the medium. My initial thoughts are positive. That it, you didn't sound very sure of yourself there. It was a bit of well, a question. Well, mainly because I, I think this is like the closest thing that you and I have watched to true network television on or for uh, our podcast in a long sure, time sure. where we've i think we've been spoiled with netflix and i mean to a lesser extent disney having a vision right out the gate right where i'm sure that all these episodes have already been filmed i assume yeah i would assume as well i assume productions wrapped or whatever but this is the only show that i think we've watched where very little is actually resolved in the first episode in the pilot as it were sure even things like WandaVision, like we knew what was going on in WandaVision before we knew what was going on in WandaVision, right? Like there were right. obvious clues from the beginning, like, eh, this doesn't seem normal. Wanda Maximoff well, is a black and white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Like we knew, we knew there was a problem. But I think with, with this show, we established pretty early in the beginning minutes where, spoilers, if you haven't watched the show yet for whatever reason, our main lead actor... Uh, York Brown is walking around. We see a lot of dead men or dead males. They're like blood coming out of all their orifices. There's a lot of like memorials, wrecked cars. He's got a monkey. Cool. And then as it kind of like pans out 
from where he is, you get a big Y, you know, like, oh, yeah, that was my first note. I liked that cinematic shot of the, the intersection. And I think the title sequence was three weeks later or something like that. Three weeks earlier. Yeah. No, I think it's three weeks later. So it goes from everyone being dead to everyone not being dead. Yes. No, you're right. Yes. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, sorry. let me rephrase that. We get the sequence and then we get a title sequence that says three weeks earlier. That's what I meant. Okay. You're right. I think the acting's good. We get a lot of, at least thrown at the screen initially, a lot of stuff about misogyny, which is something mm. that I, we don't even have to dance around the issue. We just lay it out on the, on the, on the table. That's an issue that exists in our world. You know, it just, it's a thing. And Diane Lane is a politician. I don't know who she is. I assume that she's, she's in charge of something. She's on some committee. She might even be the speaker of the house. I don't know. I think she might be the speaker. They call her. She's just a congresswoman or a senator of some sort. Yeah. She's an elected official. Yeah. But she's in the sit room. Mm hmm. You know, with high-ranking military, like high-ranking officials, military, political, otherwise, and she accuses the president as being essentially sexist uh, yes. and a misogynist, and that spirals out, and it, it had its own little storyline, and it's all about politics because they even say in their little thing that it, this is all politics, it's all political. You know, I wish we could be friends. It's like, yeah, we'll be friends in two and a half years, and then we get, I, I guess, like. I think four or five different character stories, all of their own. We get Yorick and his lady. We get uh, his sister and her problems. One of the uh, the senator's press secretary. Um, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember her name. Nora. Nora Brady, played by Marin Ireland. Uh, and then we get a quite mysterious character, Agent Three Five Five, who builds a bomb and proceeds to blow up a bunch of people in a building. Which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah, that was pretty good. I, I did not expect anything uh, <laughs> like what happened. As soon as she crawled out the window, I was like, oh, that bomb is about to go off and kill all of those uh, white supremacists. Right? Supremacists? Yeah. Supremacists. Yeah. Well, for me, I was like, oh, she's going to go on a run. And she did. <laughs> and then she, she went on a brisk walk. Yeah. And then, you know, she exploded him. Apparently, she's deep cover. So there's, there's some stuff going on. And I thought it was pretty neat. I think this is going to be a... I have a friend, a friend that you don't know, but he calls shows like this uh, Tarantino specials where oh. they take all the different storylines and sprinkle them. Like you get, like you kind of get a, an overarching direction, but we're going to jump around in time and we're going to jump around on perspective. Mm. And then towards the end of the Tarantino movies, um, you know, everything gets resolved. Sure, um, sure. With that, well, I don't know how you resolve this, but yes. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we've only watched the pilot, so we have no idea what's going to happen after today. Yeah, but yeah, that's um, and shot well. I don't, I don't know where this guy, this other person, was saying that it wasn't shot well. I mean, I didn't necessarily. We get a lot of close-ups of people's faces, but I think that's like kind of the point is they're trying to convey the emotion. But yeah, how about you? You talked a whole lot. You liked it. You didn't yeah. like it. No, you gonna yeah, watch another episode? I don't know. Okay. Okay. You kind of weren't sure, and then you talked about it a whole lot, and you said a lot of positive things. But well, that's why when you when yeah. I, <laughs> my initial thoughts are positive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so my initial thoughts are also positive. I think this is a fantastic pilot episode. I would call it one of the best pilot episodes we've reviewed on this podcast. It sets up all of the characters. And then the event that we're all expecting to happen finally happens. 
and we see the immediate fallout, like the first 10 minutes, essentially, of the fallout. Yeah. And then it ends like this. This pilot episode is all about setting up the characters and it doesn't really set up the characters stories. It just sets up the characters, right? Because everyone's story is about to change when all the men die mm-hmm. or all of everyone with a Y chromosome, I should say, because everyone is going to be thrust into a different role. But this is their background. This is their interpersonal relationships. So this is who they are as people. Before we see them deal with the fallout of this catastrophic event. For a character-driven story, this is an excellent pilot. We get to see the mystery of Agent 355, played by Ashley Romans. Okay, what's going on with her? Who does she work for? You know, she's obviously very stoic. She's very, I mean, she's an undercover secret agent working Mm -hmm. domestically in, in the United States. Hopefully, she's on the payroll of the United States, but who knows, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> we get York and his issues. We get his sister, Hero Brown, played by Olivia Thurbley, who I love Olivia Thurbley. She's one of my favorite actresses. And I didn't mean to gloss over it. York Brown is played by Ben Schnetzer. So we see their interaction together. We get a, a feel kind of for their relationship with their parents. So we're seeing all that. We're seeing the aides, whether you mentioned uh, Marin Ireland as Nora Brady. There's also Amber Tamblin, who plays the daughter of, I guess, the now deceased U.S. president. And she's an author who's very, they're very obviously drawing some political lines here. She's yeah. very traditional, I would say, because they touch a little bit on, okay, the president here is pro-Second Amendment, pro-gun, really, the way he was talking, but pro-Second Amendment. His daughter is a best-selling author who is very much she doesn't come across necessarily like is directly misogynistic, but she's very much anti-feminist, if that makes sense. She's misogynistic adjacent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the best way of putting it. So they're drawing these lines, these culture lines without, we haven't d- dived into race or sexual orientation or pro-life versus pro-choice. I'm, I'm sure those things are coming, but these are very general kind of gender lines, two different ways of looking at really men and their role in society. And I'm interested to see how that, that falls out. But no, as a pilot, I thought this was fantastic. Also knowing that all of the men are about to die off. I keep saying men. <laughs> I, I understand that it's everyone with a Y chromosome, whether that's a man, a woman, whomever. So everyone with the Y chromosome is suddenly killed off and we know it's going to happen because, you know, I knew we've seen the trailer. We know what the show's about. You're listening to this. You get the blurb. I was a little bit on the edge of my seat. Like, okay, when is it going to happen? Are they going to wait to the end of the episode? Is it going to happen suddenly, like in the middle of a big public event? How is this going down? And I that gave me a little bit of a, it got, it gave me some suspense that I really appreciated. Well, I mean, I guess it happens in real time as we're watching the episode. Right. It does. Well, because... Things are dying throughout the episode. I think she finds like a deer and then there's, right, there's a rat, rat. and mm-hmm. then there's a dog mm-hmm. and then there's um, all sorts of stuff. So like it's happening like as we're watching it. Right. And we know what's happening, but they don't. So it's, it was this weird kind of like, like I'm, I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop, right? I'm waiting for mm-hmm. the fallout. And I, yeah. I really liked that suspense. I really, really enjoyed it. Marin Ireland, who played Nora Brady. Uh, Sissy from the Umbrella Academy, second season. I don't know if you recognized her. I didn't recognize her. Uh, 
And then Ben Ben Schnetzer played Cadgar in the Warcraft movie. That's I, not important. But <laughs> oh, is Sissy Cooper the one that Elliot Page's character? Yes, falls in love with. Okay, I was yes. trying to remember who that was. I, I like stared at her face for a minute. I mean, she looks very different in her modern power woman dress versus 1950s housewife. <laughs> yeah. There's a bit of a different vibe. So <laughs> interesting. Just the last thing I'm going to say about the suspense. Her character. Marin Ireland, uh, Nora Brady, her making breakfast in the morning, her daughter comes out and says that dad and little brother are still sleeping. And I'm like, oh man, like this can go a lot of different ways. Like that really, that really put me on edge and having to find them like that is pretty heavy. It's a really, really heavy set of scenes as all of that's happening. Did you watch the second episode? Did you happen to not. just keep I did going? I not watch the second episode, no. Gotcha. Do you want to talk about some of the actors? Yeah, let's talk about some of the actors. I mentioned their names, but we can dive in a little bit more. Amber Tamblin plays the daughter of the president. She's been in a lot of stuff. Not a whole lot of it good. <laughs> oh? <laughs> I mean, just The Grudge 2, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, The Ring, Beyond a Reasonable Doubt, Spring Breakdown, you know, stuff like that. She was in Django Unchained? Oh, daughter of a son of a gunfighter. <laughs> don't, don't recall her uh, in that way. Yeah. But a lot of TV, she was on General Hospital for years. <laughs> oh, so Was she? Yeah. Oh, so, wow. I mean, yeah, just six her, years, yeah. Just, you know, she's an actress. It's fine. Some of the characters in here that, like, I'm just looking at the cast list. I don't even recognize some of these people, but Jess Salguero, I think she plays the brand new aide to the senator uh, she's in The Boys. <laughs> Famously, she was Robin from The Boys. Mm. Apparently, she's also going to be in Far Cry 6. No, oh, interesting. That's, that's cool. Tiny Pretty li- tiny pretty Things, Letterkenny. She's in a bunch of episodes of Letterkenny. Is someone called Mary Ann. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, just some stuff. And then I think the final aide, I don't even see her on here. I didn't even catch her name, but there's another aide. Uh, unfortunately, I can't remember who it is. Uh, maybe it's this person, Sydney Meyer. Maybe it's her. It might be her. I don't know. I don't know. She's in V Wars. <laughs> uh, we're gonna watch yes. V Wars. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, Olivia Thurlby. Uh, we kind of just glossed over her. Uh, she she was Anderson. Yes, Judge Anderson from the Dread movie. She is- think I think she plays in uh, she plays in Juno. Where I first was exposed to Olivia Thurbley was in a movie called The Secret, where she played opposite of David Duchovny. I rented that movie from a red box. I didn't even read the blurb. I saw David Duchovny's face on the cover, the cover, and I just I was either just finishing up or just finished an X Files watch through, and I was like, "Oh, David Duchovny's in this movie. Yeah, I'll watch it." So I just grabbed the movie. No idea what it was about, and uh, she was fantastic in it. I think the first thing I'd ever seen her in was uh, Dread. Yeah. So, so I've never I've never seen Juno. And then I guess Laura de Carteret, Carteret. I think she plays the first lady. She's also in V Wars. She's. Uh, <laughs> I had just a couple things. The Rift World Chronicles. I've never heard of that. She's in a bunch of episodes of that. Seed Backpackers. The Transporter TV series. Uh, and my babysitter's a vampire. A lot of vampire things in this uh, these people's credits. Cool. Yeah. So cool. Did you mention? I didn't catch it, but maybe I wasn't paying attention. Did you talk about Ben Schnetzer? I mean, I said he was Cadgar in the Warcraft movie. Oh, is that's that all you I mentioned? Got, that's the only thing I got on him. Uh, so. Oh, okay. 
I mean, all right. Why? I mean, go ahead. No, and no, no. I just didn't hear you talk about him. Oh. I literally missed it. I mean, he was also in Snowden, The Grizzlies, Law and Order. SLC Punk 2. I didn't even know they made an SLC Punk yeah. 2. I mean, he was born in 1990, so he's a relatively young actor. Yeah. I mean, he got he started his career in 2007. Okay. Okay. Regardless, it, they're all very talented actors. I think they all do a very, very good job. I have a theory. Okay. Olivia Thurbley's character, Hero Brown. Can we talk about how this U.S. senator named her kids Hero and Yurik? Well, they're Shakespeare names, but yeah. Yeah, sure. Can we talk about how she is about to get away with murder? (laughs) Or, I guess, manslaughter? She she isn't about to get away with anything. (laughs) You think she just got away with it? Yeah, she literally gets away with it. (laughs) She accidentally kills... Her coworker. Okay, let's back up a little bit. I have a, I have actually have several notes about this scene. So okay. she's an EMT, and she has a coworker. I don't even remember his name. Not important. He's Not dead. important. They're driving the ambulance <laughs> around, and it turns out that you know he's I guess married, but they're sleeping together. They park somewhere in a warehouse, and they get to know and each have other. sex in the back of an ambulance. <laughs> how yeah. how does that happen? Well, I mean, what do you mean? How does it happen? How does an ambulance, how do a couple of EMTs, actually, uh, just to let you know how, how dumb I am, I, I watched this movie, or sorry, I, I watched this show at like 5 a.m. this morning. I didn't write down the word ambulance. I wrote down the word EMT van. So how do you park an EMT van and just take an extended break? Like they're in New York City, right? Like there's got to be constant calls. This has got to be a high stress job. Are they on lunch break or something? It can't be the end of shift because they have to turn the ambulance back in. Uh, I'm just, I'm I'm not an EMT, but I was always under the impression that they really don't get downtime on their shift. I think that they're just both terrible people. One of them got a DUI uh, and the other one is having an affair. So they're they're both just not great people. So I think the the main thing is, is that they just don't care about the consequences. <laughs> okay. So, so they're I mean, just, if, if yeah. you're asking me how, I mean, it's it's an ambulance. I mean, I just don't know how it happens. Yeah, I mean, I know I, mean, I know they have room in the ambulance for what they're trying to do. I'm just wondering how they're able to park it for an extended period of time and, oh. and not get in trouble. I'm also wondering how she was able to stay in it all night after accidentally killing him. And like those things are low jacked, right? Like she should have been found a long well, yeah, time I mean, ago. The officer shows up finally. Well, I think he shows up because he sees it, but he shows up in the morning. Like it has to be some hours later. She has to have yeah. been ignoring calls, all sorts of stuff. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah. I just didn't I just didn't understand how they even got in that situation where she hits him with uh I don't even know what it was, and it cuts his it neck. It's a fire extinguisher, I think. I mean, he deserved the anger that she was given to him. Yeah, it did look like a fire extinguisher. <laughs> I don't know if he deserves to die for it. I mean, he was going to die anyways, but now she gets the guilt, I guess. I don't know how that's all going to pan out. I was just like, my last note for this episode is, well, that's one way to get out of manslaughter. (laughs) I mean, if everyone's dead, then no one's going to notice this one guy. I think that is like quite literally manslaughter. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Um, No, so I'm very interested. I I liked it quite a bit. I like the the name, Why the Last Man. His name's Yorick, so abbreviate to Y. But also, is it 
am I reading too much into it if I think it could also be a question? Yeah. I mean, I, no, like, I don't think you're reading too much like, into it. Like, why is so. he the last man? Like, so there's, I guess that's not really praise for the show because they're just taking the name from the original material. But it's a very interesting title. I am, I think I'm going to finish this series. Okay. And I may or may not pick up the graphic novel or borrow it if I'm able to. Yeah. Do you know who Yorick is? What, from what? Uh, Hamlet? From Shakespeare? From Shakespeare? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So who is he? I don't know. <laughs> the last poor Yorick or something like that. So Yorick is the Yorick is a dead court jester whose skull gets exhumed. That's the skull. I knew I knew he was the yeah, skull by but a character in the in the fifth act, and then it makes Hamlet do the speech. Alas, yeah, the order. I knew him. So yeah, so. I, look, I don't. I know who he is in an abstract way, and I knew he was the skull. But yeah, that's it. So, I'm sorry, I'm uh, not cultured. I watch science fiction shows for a hobby. That's fun. Talk about them. Shakespeare doesn't show up a lot. So Yorick is supposed to be allegedly an attempt to render a Scandinavian forename in like George, like mm. Yorg. So like in yeah, Scandinavian in the Scandinavian language, Yor is usually spelled with a J. You know, Jorgensen or Jorgen or whatever. And then Eric, uh, right. Yorg is like George. So George, Eric, put it together. And then Hero obviously is uh, named after a character in the play uh, Much Ado About Nothing. Mm. The only thing I know about Shakespeare is that 10 Things I Hate About You is based on the shrew. <laughs> the Taming of the Shrew, yes. The Taming of the Shrew, there you go. <laughs> That's all I know. And I like so. 10 Things I Hate About You, so I assume that I would always enjoy that Shakespearean play. But <laughs> Yeah, whatever. I like... Are you are you yeeing about William Shakespeare's original or about Ten Things I Hate About You? I'm gonna let the listeners decide that one. So, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> Julius Stiles, Heath Ledger. So. All right, we're obviously now talking about completely different works of fiction. Would you say this is a good pilot? Yes. My hesitance has nothing to do with the quality of the pilot, and just more along probably the content of the show. While I find it interesting. It definitely, uh, I remember when you first presented this to me, I was like, oh, this is, uh, what was that movie? What was that movie? Only the Lonely? What was that? No, that's that's a movie with John Candy. Uh, <laughs> what's the one we watched with the, um, is it Only? Only, where the women were all dying off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they yeah, touched yeah. the ash? Yeah, and so I was like, I was like, man, this is going to be just like a flip of that. Uh, and it was nothing like that, you know. No, not as at all. Were, you know, as it appears. So, I mean, obviously, I, I don't know. You, did you tell? Did you say that you read the graphic novel? Or you? No, I've not read the graphic novel. No. Yeah. So, obviously, we don't know what's occurring, why <laughs> it's <laughs> happening to begin with. So, I mean, if you if you finish it and you tell me it's worth watching, I may check it out. But I just I don't know. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I think it's worth the price of subscription. I think it's worth it. I'm definitely going to watch more, I, and I will let you know. I also think it would be worth the price of subscription. Awesome. So next month is October. Mm-hmm. Do you know what holiday is in October? <laughs> uh, do I know what holiday takes place in October? Is that what yes, you're trying to ask? That's me? exactly what I. That's what I said. Uh, Dia de los Muertos. I think. Yes. Technically, <laughs> it does. I was. I would also accept. I think uh, my birthday is in October. Mm. I would have taken that one. Uh, but no, Halloween. Ah, yes, Halloween. Spooktober. Yeah, you forgot about. Yes, yeah, sp- <laughs> spook. Shut up. <laughs> So next next month, we're going to do another, well, really starting next week, we're going to do another themed month. The idea is that we're going to watch pilot episodes 
for supernatural and horror based television. I think we are going to end up reviewing V Wars. <laughs> Viewers, you can't see it, but my my man just face palmed. You can't see it. What he just did. <laughs> uh, what is it? Winona Earp is another Wino- one. So Winona, Winona. Earp and then yes. Van Helsing. If y'all have a suggestion for a fourth one, because there are four Mondays in October, please let us know. You can email us your suggestions, sci-fiwiseguys at gmail.com. You can hit us up on social media at sci-fiwiseguys on Twitter and Instagram. And of course, we're also on Facebook with the Sci-Fi Wise Guys podcast group. We always welcome suggestions, whether they're dumb vampire supernatural shows or just other science fiction and science fiction adjacent movie shorts, what have you. If you enjoyed listening to us talk, and I don't blame you if you did, do remember to subscribe, hit the thumbs up, the heart, the follow, whatever it is on your podcasting platform of choice to get alerted when new episodes come out. We'd also appreciate that five-star review on iTunes or Podchaser. It goes a long way. We really appreciate it. And of course, the number one way to show your support for any indie podcast is just to tell your friends about it. And then also tell your enemies about it. Yes. Yes. Unless they are going to die in a cataclysmic event. No, then they need to listen to us all very quickly so they can get the full experience (laughs) leading up to their cataclysmic (laughs) death. Yeah, these. <laughs> if that's gonna happen, this yes. episode, this podcast is on a timetable, so they need to hurry up and listen. <laughs> yes, we'll get this. Uh, we'll get the schedule to go out just in case something happens in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> it's, as much as everyone likes to think they'd they'd outlast any apocalyptic scenario, I think this one's specifically designed to kill both of us. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I and, we're making it. I mean, unless one of us ha- doesn't have a Y chromosome, that we just don't. Know. Maybe, maybe if yeah. one of us doesn't have a Y. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well. I do, but maybe I've got, maybe, there. maybe one of us has the Z chromosome. I don't think that's is a there thing, a Z. So. I don't know. I don't think that's just, a thing. I'm, I'm just making it up. I'm pretty uh, sure you are. <laughs> well, and if you did all that and you just gotta you gotta go the extra mile, folks, head on over to patreon.com forward slash sci-fi wise guys. Become a patron, get access to uh, patron exclusive content. All in all, stay healthy, stay hydrated, and know that you are loved by the host and the community of this podcast. Thanks, guys. Bye. I immediately watched episode two. Okay. You should watch the show. Okay. I'll give it a look. I'll check a look at it. It's like... It literally jumps forward like 65 days or something like that. Like it does a little bit of the immediate fallout and then it jumps. Okay. It's pretty interesting. And and I'm, okay. I'm, I'm eager to watch more of it. I'm going to watch more of it tonight. I'll check it out. Yeah, definitely do that.